Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, this is Natalie Jean. It's Natalie Jean. Yes, it's chatting with Nat. And today we have grunge power duo Tara Hu. Tara Hu is a power duo, duo in every sense of the phrase, bonded together by telepathic musical interplay and profound interpersonal connections. The ladies of Tara Hu are fascinating. Flashback to 90s rock with anthemic sing-along choruses and a raw, grungy edge. They aren't afraid to do their own thing with their unique brand of intense, engaging rock. Previously, Tara Hu has released two full-lengths, two EPs, and one single of raw, punky rock and roll. The band's output has garnered plaudits and earned feature story coverage from GIG Radar, Kill the Music, La Grosse Radio, Loud Stuff, Mushville, Music Connection, Muzak, and The Ringmaster, among other outlets. Let's give them a round of applause. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? So we'll wait to see if things are working on their end because I don't hear anything. So while we wait for Tara Who to get on because I don't hear a thing, oh, let's try this one. Hello? Hello. Okay. I can hear Coralie. I can't hear Tara. How are you this evening? I'm good, and you? I'm still alive, living in a pandemic. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy time, crazy time. It's yeah. 11, it's 11 p.m. on this side. Um, oh, my God. So how have you guys been since um, the last time we spoke? Pretty good. Pretty good, actually. Um we are excited about the release of our new uh, video coming, uh, I think, like uh, next week, actually. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So, yeah, and we have uh, the um, the new album coming at the end of the month, I think the 24th, too. Cool. So lots of things happening. Um, yeah. So- now, during this time, I know I asked you this on IG Live, but for those of the people that didn't get to see IG Live, um, did you do, well, your type of music, I, I, I think I remember saying that you don't do live stre- streaming because of the type of music that you do, because it's loud. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it would be interesting. You should just try it once to see, and you might break some windows, but... uh. You should try it uh, once just to see how it would be. I would love to see it live stream. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're trying to uh, hopefully we can uh, do that, you know, at one point. 
All righty. That would be awesome. Now, um, I know I asked this also in IG Live, but, you know, during this pandemic, did you guys think about, you know, your artistry? Did you think about um, things that you want to change with your band? Or did you think about things that you might want to improve? Or do you like the way things are going? You know, what the future holds for Tara Who? Um, so we actually focused on um, having like on building like a fan base, you know, right. um, and because of course, because of the pandemic, uh, we couldn't really play shows anyway. Right. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, we're gonna try to have more uh, social media pre- presence, you know, and have try to um, put more things out there. Yeah. Now, now, let's talk about social media. What people don't seem to understand is like when you're in the music business, you have to be on every damn site. (laughs) Yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, it's crazy. Instagram, Facebook. I mean, you name it, Clubhouse. You got to be on it because the whole (laughs) thing is that we need to be seen and we need to be heard. And the whole thing is that we have to, you know, post all the time. Uh, TikTok was talking about you need to post five videos a day. I don't know who really has time for that, but, you know, they want us to do all this stuff. So how do you manage uh, being on all of these social media sites? Yeah, it's um, like, I think it's something that we are not used to it, Mm. you know, because like you said, there is so many things that you need to do every day. Right. But at this at the same time, you know, you have to work on other stuff and everything. So and it can get like overwhelming with all of this stuff. Um so well we're trying to do our best with that. Um but um and you we try to kind of um like share uh, the the social media uh, right. to use it and uh, so it's a little bit easier let's say um but yeah we're trying what we can uh to kind of keep posting um Mm -hmm. almost every day you know be there and everything yeah and sometimes you know even when i wake up i'm like oh my gosh what am i going what am i going to post today because you have to come up with stuff so i started by um posting like these inspirational quotes every day i was like okay at least I'm posting something every day, and sometimes I post stuff in regards to my music. Um, it's kind of hard sometimes because I'm like I sing for other people, like I sing their songs and all that stuff. So then I got to post their stuff, and I love to be able to help other people promote as well. Um, mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to get into this music game, uh, they have to know that it's a lot of work. It's like 24/7. You you are the investment. In, in yeah, the game. yeah, yeah, and you and have to do best to get out there. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's just like it's not just like oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna play, you know, play my right? songs, and that would work. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh no, the the musician today has to wear so many hats. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Now, hi the- everyone. Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> So, do you guys have a manager? Um, so, what are you looking for in, <laughs> in your music? Are you looking for 
management, a booking agent, a label? Um, well, so I, I've been uh, managing Terra Who for like yeah. like since the day that I started. Um, right. And it's at the point where um, I honestly like I would love to have a manager uh, mm. and, and, and like a team just because um, the time that uh, we spend like not playing our instruments but just making sure that we're being seen yeah. um, it's, it's just it's just crazy and as, as much as social media is, is great and helpful because we are able to post our things uh, out there um, for free like and the world can access it right um it, it, like that's great but anyone can do that so you know sometimes you can you know be in like you, you can have like other people who who do less you know and maybe it's not even their dream um uh, that you know but they're posting something and then they go viral and they get all the stuff you know and it's like wait a minute wait wait um so, you know, I mean, good for them. Um, it's just uh, it's just kind of crazy, you know. Like, when you take this very seriously and, and you put every single um, thing, you know, from money to energy to creativity and, and, and you're not being heard, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit stressful sometimes, you know. It's, it's disconcerting, really. Um, but I agree with you. It's interesting how somebody can do something stupid or silly and then they'll get like five million views while you're here out struggling and doing the real thing. And people are just like, oh, okay, no, I'd rather see somebody break their head or, or climb, climb up some crate, break their ribs trying to do that because that's more entertaining. To me, it's, it's, I know it's, we were exactly. we were um, in um, we were in England like recently and. Um, as a joke, actually, we started, and we actually don't do that usually, but as a joke, we started posting our COVID tests because we had to do so many COVID tests at home right? <laughs> um, that we just started posting them. And we got so many likes and comments and, and views just by doing that. And we're like, wait a minute. So we, post, we promote our music and we don't get anything. And then we post about, covid you know and then we get all those like you know reactions and then i was but i thought it got me thinking actually and then i was like well yeah when you go on social media you know you don't miss like we are a brand like musicians are brands right and what do you do when you see an ad you skip it you don't watch it Exactly. So what we do, what we do actually, when we just post music and then our releases, we're actually just posting ads constantly. Yeah, But people true. really mm-hmm. just want to be entertained, you know, when they open after their long day of work or whatever, and they open their um, Instagram, like they don't want to, you know, like want to see like buy this, like hey, <laughs> listen to this, like being told what to right. do, you know. They just want to laugh. I think, and then and then yeah. suddenly it made sense, and then we were like, well, let's just post more of that stupid stuff, and then <laughs> we got a bunch of new followers, and we're like, well, that's weird, but okay, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, it, it's great that you could do that, but what, what you could do is, like, you could still post stuff like that, but have your music in the background, like, play, you know, exactly. play off the music, um, and they're going to be like, oh, 
what's that sound? Oh, I need to hear it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I hate the whole, well, well I have to do a gimmicky thing for somebody to listen to my music. I do, I, I agree with your thoughts, though, that, you know, people just want to look at silly things. And I can agree with you that, you know, there's sometimes often I have a million things to do, but I get on my Instagram and start looking at the videos. It's an hour later, and I'm like, what was, um, why was I sitting here watching videos of cats and stuff? But, you know, it's, you're right. It's like people want to gravitate towards something where they don't have to think or they're not asking, you know, artist is asking them to listen or like or this and the other. So you do have a great point. Now, how did you, obviously your name is Tara, but how did you decide to call it your band Tara Who? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there's a long version and a short version. <laughs> uh, the the short version is, uh, you know, I, okay, let's just, I'm going to try to do the long, short version. So basically, Tara is not my birth name. Uh, I had to come up with an artist name for several reasons. One being like I was getting, uh, people were, because I have an uncommon ma- name for fans. Okay. Um, people could find me easily, especially at the time when Google Earth started. And mm-hmm. I had a couple times, like, incidents where people just showed up at my place, and that was just weird. Oh, um, wow. And I, I really wanted to separate also the, the, the music, what I do, and, and my personal life. So mm-hmm. um, that, that kept a little bit of a distance. And also at the time, there was an artist, a French rapper, who was also half Vietnamese, who has the same name but never showed her face, uh, who came out, and she she was pretty big. So um, when I started booking shows, um, people would, would either book us thinking that I was her, but then we would play punk rock and she was French rap, um, or they didn't book us because they were like, well, why does, why does this French rapper want to play in that uh, really dirty uh, punk rock underground venue you know um so uh because of all of this i was like okay let me think of an artist name and um and tara is i'm I'm into buddhism and all that and tara is actually a goddess and um they have different colors and um the green tara is the tara uh, the goddess of compassion and i thought that it was um it was uh good with all the the songs that I write because um, well, I, I care about people <laughs> and what's going on around me uh, so um, yeah I came up with Tara and then uh, when I wrote my email to my bandmates at the time I explained why I was changing names and I was asking them to now call me Tara in front of people and stuff like that and the subject of that email was Tara who? And ah. uh, and then I came up with band names, and I'm really bad at this. And they were like, well, how about we just go by Tara Who? And then I, initially it was like we had five gigs maybe. Um, and I was like, okay, let's just use Tara Who for those five gigs, and then we'll change. But that was, you know, 2006, so <laughs> it's a little late now. Oh, <laughs> we wow. just kept getting more and more gigs, and now it's just too late to change. <laughs> wow. Um that's a great story, though. That's a great story. So, but what was it about the music industry that both of you were like, oh, my gosh, this is who I am. I need to get into it. And why grunge? 
Um, do you want to go, Coco, or? Um, yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, me, it's mostly, I think when I was in uh, high school, yeah, high school that I, 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 I thought that, oh, actually, I think I can um, play drums for a living, you know, and try and start a career in career with in that in the music you know um i don't know really what pushed me in there i have to say um but yeah but i was like i was playing it for fun uh first you know and um yeah after like eight seven eight years of playing it for fun um i took it more seriously and i was like okay i think i can do it um but yeah i think that was for me high school and i'm personally i'm listening more um like uh, metal metal uh cl- a classic rock heavy metal all of that um so i think Uh, grunge, um, I don't really know a lot about it, but I just go with the flow uh, for Tarahu for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, um, for, for me, well, actually, I don't really put uh, music industry and being a musician in the same um, box. Okay. I, 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 I wanted to play the drums. I started as a drummer, sorry. So I started as a drummer, then I picked up the bass, and then I was playing drums and bass in different bands. And then later when I have more things to say, I, it, it was just a feeling I needed to write. And um, actually it was my teacher, my English teacher in, in Kentucky when I was an exchange student who taught me how to keep a journal. I had never had a diary or journal or whatever. And because I was learning English, he said the best way to feel fluent in English is to write every day, just write, 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 write. And I got used to that. And, and then all of those thoughts and feelings and emotions that I kept inside of me for like so many years, right? Especially when you're 15, you know, you have so much going on in your head. You know, I was just putting them on that, in that book. And, um, And that's when I, I, I was starting writing songs. Oh, okay, this could be a song. So to me, it's, it's more being an artist and being a musician. I was, I was uh, attracted to that. The music industry to me is the music business part of it that comes when you're independent because you don't have a choice. If that's what you want to do uh, for, I wouldn't say for a living because, you, come on, we don't make money off of it. It's just a passion that we just keep doing, you know. Um, yeah, I right. just we have to learn. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know? we're not and, and, <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like, it's like, well, you, you learn, you know, like over the years, you're like, okay, well, I want to book a show. That's the first people want to do. I mean, I think, you know, some people just prefer to record, but, sure. you know, like, if, you know, um, we, we like to do both. We like to record and perform. So, you know, then it was like, okay, well, we came up with a new song. We want people to listen to it. So, you know, you learn all those things, how to promote, how to book a show, how to tour, how to do all of those things. And then you become the manager. And then right. you become the booker. 
and then yeah. you become all of those uh, jobs in the music industry um, mm. that people have in a label. And, and, and that, to me, is never something that I wanted to do. It's just something that I have to do if I want to keep sustaining the life of Sarah, who, not the living. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, everything you said is 100% correct. 100%. We're not making any money. Well, the thing <laughs> is, if you're doing this music business thing, you, you, you have to realize, um, yeah, it takes a, a lot of work and a lot of years to get to the point where you're going to make some serious dough. Um, yeah. You know, a streaming service half a cent, this, that, and the other. I mean, you can make money if you're, you're, if you're touring and you're selling merch. Or you're getting your your songs into sync licensing, film, television, commercials, and stuff like that. There is a way to do it, but you exactly. still have, have to spend the money to record the music mm-hmm. so that you can send to the mm-hmm. sync and licensing. So a lot of us mm-hmm. get ourselves debt to bring put this out there, but at the same time, we're loving everything that we're doing. We just love it. It's a passion of ours, and we continue to do it because it makes us very very happy. I know that's right because every yeah. day I'm every day I'm like okay. Do you really want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of, no, I kind of, it makes me happy. Now, I'm going to play yeah. your Manners. Tell me what that's about. Okay. Manners is about, um, well, um, it, it, the song, I started writing this song really because it was about my mom. I was, I, my mom was abandoned when she was a child. Um, mm. Her Dad was um, a German soldier, and her mom and her mom uh, French, and she was born during the war, uh, 1943. Okay. So um, that's why she could not keep her, and uh, she was raised by a nun. And um, so, so my mom is has a very a great education. She's so very polite and all that. But, but um, you know, like as I reflect and I get older, you know, I, I see certain things and, it's, and then I realize, oh, yeah, you, you have all those great manners. But, you know, when it comes to like affection, like you, you're missing something, you know, I'm not criticizing. It's just an observation. Right. Uh, but also at this time that I was writing manners, um, well, unfortunately, George Floyd um, happened, you know, and, and all those, um, you know, well, we, we know what happened. And and right. I was I was basically basically thinking, gosh, like you don't need a book. <laughs> like now I'm just saying the words of the song, but you don't need a book to tell you to love someone, you know? Mm. Because I was also raised Catholic. I went to Catholic schools and stuff like that. And and I remember like going over like Bible studies. And I'm not judging religious. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that no one is born racist. No one is. No. But nope. people are being taught racism. It's the education right. that makes you see colors. And, 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 and the thing is, actually, like, I know there's racism everywhere in the world. Um, I, I, I've experienced it in different ways. Right. Um, and, um, but I will never understand, like, what, like, the, the racism in France and in, well, I don't know, actually, I, I, I'm not a black person living in France, so I can't really speak for, for that. Um, but like, you know, all the, like the stories that you read, like this woman who committed suicide in jail because she didn't put a blinker when she turned left and she went to jail. Like, right. come on. You, you know, like, 
like it's it's like all of those stories that are just um, too much. And then and then when you, when you, what you saw, you know, like on the news and and the hatred, you yeah. know, and it's like come on, it's people, people. Don't 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 show your 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 book, whatever religion you 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 believe in, you know, uh, your faith, you know, if you're gonna treat people like that. That doesn't make any sense to me, you know, Again. and that's what matters is about. All right. Quiet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
What are you jumping? Fantastic. <laughs> so how do you go about um, writing a song? Tell me the process. And if you guys ever like, oh, my God, I can't write anymore. We need to walk away from the song for a little bit. Um, how do you deal when your your brain just, like, shuts down? Because I know it shuts, mine shuts down. Or if, they, if, it, if that doesn't happen to you, you guys are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, so the the process is um, I, I usually write. Actually, I was working on a song right before this call. But um, so the process is I, I, I write the song, uh, usually guitar. I, I probably have already vocals. Sometimes it comes at the same time. Then uh, I put the drums um, and the bass, and then I send this to Coco. If there's any part that I cannot play on the drums, then I tell her, like, okay, this part, you know, is, is more like this, or, you know, you come up with that, or whatever. Um, and then um, we do that for all the songs, and then we send those to Jason, our producer, and um, and then we go to the studio, and then we, we record. Um, and then writer's block, not really, gosh, where's Wood? Um, because <laughs> knock 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 drumsticks thank you um, uh, yes uh, because um, well we don't have the pressure of the label and um, so basically I just go I just write when I want to and if there's an idea or something that I don't remember it's usually a sign that it wasn't good enough in my opinion um, and then just move on but yeah, I've 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 been pretty um well I don't wanna say those words but basically um I don't have that experience yet. <laughs> or I haven't had this experience <laughs> for writer's block. What do you guys love about being artists? Um Coco, go ahead. I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think being able to, well, play and do what you love, you know, be able to play uh, and listen to music that you want to and which is mostly, uh, I'll say, freedom, you know, to do what you love. And no matter what people think you do your own thing especially uh, like Tara said being independent you know you can really do what you want which can be tricky because you have to do everything you know but at least you're doing what you want without people telling you what to do you know that's very Mm -hmm. true very true Um, how important is it for you guys to be authentic with your music that you're just real you know what you see is what you get oh it's very important it's the base it's the it's the base of Terra who because um it, it's kind of like one of our goals actually if, if we can if we're able to to make it being independent and being ourselves we're going to be able to prove to the music industry that we don't have to play parts and look in a certain way in order to make it right. so it's it's kind of like uh it's it's a big risk 
I guess that we we might be taking that, that maybe some people think like that, but being ourselves is is very important. Otherwise, I mean, Coco would not be staying in the van if I was asking her to, to wear a skirt behind the drums and, and makeup, you know. So um, I I hear about her, you know like I want her to feel good and and be able to play and, and play with her heart, not not play the parts because she has to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. Going back to like, like being an artist. I mean, I think to me, like, what I like about being an artist is the fact that I'm able to express myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if I can touch people and they can relate, that that's even better. That because to me, then we're helping each other out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are kid, are keeping emotions themselves or I don't know some I, I feel like sometimes people are just stuck in either a routine or like in relationships that they don't want to and they wish that they had a, a different life and I think um, that's too bad <laughs> but um, yeah. uh, I, I think that when you're an artist whether you're a painter or a writer or a musician or whatever you even a cook if you have a, a, that passion and you're able to to you have the the guts to live your pa- your passion you're really living your life the fullest because you're yourself and you're expressing yourself and you're letting go of all of all of those feelings constantly does that make sense yeah no definitely makes sense. <laughs> and mm-hmm. i and i think that's what i love about being an artist is is having that freedom to do that now we're going to play bad time tell me what that's about (laughs) um it's easier to send uh emails about that song than actually talking about it this is a this is about uh, a past uh experience unfortunate experience um that i had as a kid um and uh unfortunately other um women uh, or kids, uh, sexual harassment. So it was a bad time. It's called bad time because it's there's never a good time to to talk about those things. Right. And um, and I guess for the first time I was um, daring to to talk about it because I, I've just uh, kept it until now um, to myself. But um, I feel like. Um, um, you know, it, it's 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 really it's really uh, it, it's difficult to talk about those things because you you don't know how people are gonna you know it's like coming out you don't know how people are gonna take it you know right. are they gonna take you you know take you for um, a liar why didn't you say this before or you know it's like it's it's, it's interesting because it, it's like you're the victim but you're the one who has all those thoughts and guilt about talking about what happened to you and and concerns about how is it going to affect the person the people who did that to you you know right. and and um so um yeah that's what that time is about all right let's play it <laughs>
<laughs> I have to have that applause button because my two little hands are not going to do the the, the, the <laughs> everything that I hear. I, I always wanted an applause button, and I got it. Damn it! Um, no, that <laughs> I love that song. How how important is it to you uh, for you guys to uh, you know sing songs about you know social social message impact songs you know songs that people can relate to songs that people can say my god this person gets me um it's not my main objective but i i realized um over time that um we actually kind of i like to believe that we actually kind of like go at one point in our lives go through the same things and then at, you know maybe in a few years someone can listen to one of our songs and say like ah I get it. <laughs> I feel you, you know, because there's no time on music, you know, once it's released, you know. And um, and that's exactly how I felt when I was, you know, 14 listening to Alanis Morissette. And mm. and sometimes I would just listen and I like the melodies. And then like a couple of years later, I'm, say, you know, listening to the exact same song. And I'm like, uh, ha, I feel you, girl, <laughs> you know. So, no, um, I get it. I get it. I keep yeah. telling people that, you know, listeners are gravitating uh, towards more authentic people, people that they can relate to rather than the whole, you know, pop mainstream songs are great, but people want to believe that you look like like Taylor Swift, you know, some people can't even imagine living the life that she leads. I mean, she writes some good lyrics about stuff that she's gone through and people can relate to some of that stuff. But I think with independent artists, um, people can relate more because they feel like they're more like real and actually touch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So For sure. um, I think it's great that you guys, you know, have a mixture of different types of songs. Now, what is the one thing you wish you had known before you got into the music industry? <laughs> that it does not come that easily everything takes time because you know when I was when I was like 21 and you know you meet a lot of people or like titles you know producers and stuff like that and you're like oh maybe this is it you know maybe maybe that's it you know and and it's not and and later you realize oh my gosh, like, I thought I was ready for this, but I was not. I'm so glad it didn't happen, you know? And, you know, some some, some people get um, famous really quickly, and, and it's good for them, but I don't know if it will last, because, you know, you, you have to have some experience. You have to know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't need the tour bus, you know, like, if you're actually smart, you're not going to opt for the tour bus because that money is yours, <laughs> you know? So, so, you know, it's like all those things, like so many stories um, from, uh, you know, friends, bands and stuff like that, that thought they were, that they were making it because they were signed to a label and going on tour in a tour bus. But then turns out they come back from tour and they're like in debt, like $20,000 over $20,000, you know? And and that's that's the the truth, but no one talks about it for some reason. Um, when you're independent, you pay you pay everything out of your pocket and up front, so you do have some debt. <laughs> you know it's hard, but 
Uh, it's not something that you owe to anyone but yourself. Right. And, and it's all decisions that you've made yourself. That's you know? right. That's right. It's, it's yeah, the sacrifices that we make uh, for this music is incredible, um, but we do it because we love it. And we do it because we can make a difference. And, mm-hmm. and we do it and we were born to do it. That's the bottom line. Um, exactly, we, yeah. We have a gift and we need to bring it out there. And I'm so glad that you guys are sharing your talents out there in the world. Um, thank you so much for being on chatting with Nat. I really appreciate it. You know, we took forever to try to decide which day we're going to talk Thank you. You know, I'm going to be following everything that you do. And hopefully one day I can get a backstage pass uh, to one of your concerts. You will. Like a groupie. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, and thanks for having thank you. us. Uh, it was an honor to have you. So everybody, this was chatting with that with grunge power doer Tara Who, and if you want to find them, it's www.tarahoo.com. Um, I love them. You'll love them. Listen to them. Follow them. Don't stop them, but listen to their music because they're phenomenal. <laughs> All inspiring women. Until next time on chatting with. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.